0: Episode 348. You've got to throw some cold water on this situation. Start talking about nerd stuff.
1: You know, nerd culture is mainstream now. So when you use the word nerd derogatorily, it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist. System activate. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker. It's a tech podcast. Tech podcast. But we are a sh**. Ton cooler than your typical geek. You guys rock. And now, here's Will and Trent. No one listens to the radio. I wasn't even listening. I
0: was listening to podcasts. Podcasts are great. Radio's boring.
1: Amen, brother. Thank you for bringing the truth. Welcome to another edition of Netheads. My name is Will. And I'm Trent. If you want to take part in the program, well, uh, there's one way after the fact, and uh, that's uh, via that little app called Twitter. Trent, you want to tell them how they do that? Yeah,
0: if you want to make sure that we actually see it, uh, use the hashtag #Netheads. That's that. I mean, by all means, if if you're watching in many of the ways that you can, chat along and 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 engage. But the only sure way that we're going to see it after the fact is through uh, Twitter with hashtag #Netheads.
1: Exactly. And welcome to all of our Patreon subscribers uh, that are not out having fun on a Saturday night as we record this live for them, including new additions like Jamie cat ears uh coming in at our $5 level and I uh, forgive me for not knowing how to properly uh, pronounce this name I don't know if it's uh, Diane or Diane uh but, but Weeks D Weeks we will just say until receiving clarification welcome very much and thank you for your support Trent it is amazing Actually, it's not amazing. Uh, I had a buddy once tell me uh, in doing a lot of uh, work that he was with uh, philanthropy charities, uh, nonprofit organizations. The biggest problem they all had in raising funds to overcome. Can you guess it, Trent?
0: Um, uh, uh, getting people to uh, click. Yes. Subscribe. Yeah. Yes. Asking for the money,
1: Trent. Asking for the money. Biggest in, thing. in
0: in <laughs> in the terminology is ma- of of the industry, it's making the ask.
1: Yes, making the ask exactly, and and yeah. sure enough, we started putting out there that we're, we're we're making some changes, and these things are available. And and you know, if you mention it, they might come. So thank you guys very well, much for uh, for joining the Netheads Patreon family. Your support is greatly appreciated.
0: Yeah, uh, Di- Diane, a uh, longtime friend of the program. From, yes, definitely. From years back. And if you want to follow Jamie, uh, our our newest subscriber uh, on Twitter, it's at Can uh, Miss C A N N A M I S S.
1: Do you, Do you think that has anything to do with marijuana, Trent?
0: It could. It could. And you know, here's what's so fun about language. It could also have to do with maybe Canada,
1: or maybe somebody that's very proficient in the activity of canning. True. True. Maybe she's really into artisan pickles and and preserves. We don't yeah, know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We we don't know, but you know how you could find out follow her and I'm sure that she will uh tweet out what what it means.
1: Definitely. Uh also shout out to uh Tony Mr. Marvelite uh briefly seen on last week's show. It goes so well with my uh cool ass um well I think it's cool. Uh the uh Roosevelt's uh cl- uh pardon me. I don't know why I can't say quick stop uh inspired attire. Uh, it's, it's this yellow collared shirt, very breathable. And it's got like quickstop groceries, groceries, and a boom box, like pictures articulated in it. You can make it out. If you, you see the video, which uh $2 and above can see. And then the free version comes out in subsequent days, just like the podcast. Uh, anyway, so I wanted to wear my nerd initiative hat to go with it. I don't know. I know I normally, I, I know I normally bring all this sexy skin for you guys, but you know, I don't usually cover it up, but this time I decided it was best to... I,
0: I, I did see that the, the nerd hat uh was part of the uh attire at the uh commie convention.
1: Yes, it... Wait a second. That's not... Yes, Trent...
0: That's not what it is. Not not <laughs> is very...
1: <laughs> I'm not trying to bury the lead, but yeah, I did. Uh, this is kind of my Comic-Con wrap-up show uh, t- telling about all the elements that happen, and I will admit that if you were following me on TikTok, not that I'm trying to push anybody to that, but if you were, then you would have gotten some of, of this, and I'm actually, I've saved for the podcast here, Trent, um, a little backstory to one of the things that happened because it still cracks me up. Uh, but Yeah, this uh, actually this Roosevelt shirt is I did get at the movies pop up in San Diego as well. that They hosted at tin roof uh, where there were all them podcasts that needed to get out and all those entries that needed to be created. And thank God there's an excuse to go. Um, First of all, let's get let's take one thing off of the table right now, because, Trent, before we went, there was the discussion and probably not the revelation, but it it had been so long. I forgot uh, that of the two of us. There is still one man standing in the hasn't got COVID yet, right? Dude,
0: and and everyone I talked to who was going so strong is falling fast. Uh, Utah's in a bad place right now, but you, b- b- by by some means, have not only avoided the COVID. But now, in California, the monkeypox.
1: Why do you have to bring that up and remind me? Why do you got to remind me of that, too? It's like I already wasn't wanting to be around people, but now they've wished a pox upon me, Trent.
0: But, well, at least for my uh, very passive research, unless you're um, making physical contact, you're probably pretty safe from the monkeypox.
1: Right, but wasn't it San Francisco that just announced... Uh, And then what does my teenage daughter do today to hang out with her cousin before she goes back up to college, goes to a beach in San Francisco, my friend?
0: Well, as long as she's not canoodling with any others, she'll be fine. A a pox
1: upon me, my friend. (laughs) I I hope not. Anyway, uh, so to to get it out of the way, all signs point to me effectively having avoided it in yet another round of uh, is this allergies or is it COVID? So... Uh, after I got back on Sunday, first of all, uh, I was double masked in and triple masked in some instances. And I'd also like to commend uh, the people running San Diego Comic-Con, because if you were to enter the convention area uh, for any of the official events within the building, you first had to either provide evidence of vaccination or negative tests in the previous 72 hours and masks, appropriate masks were required at all times uh, on the floor and in the panels and and the like, so you know they they definitely said we don't want to be sued for this and 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 said we're gonna put masks on our face and you guys are doing it anyway, which we discussed inspired me to actually uh, 3D print something to make it fun and the one that like we discussed was the Bane mask, which I did and it has an area right here where you can insert a filter to do that, although. I can also rate all of them because uh, I then, you know, because there's so much time in the world, Trent, before I'm going to a convention in a few days, right. yeah, I, I then I then decided, well, you know what, the Darth Vader one that's in that same kit would go really well, and it too has a place where you could insert a mask filter. So I did that with this one as well. By the way, this one, one of the most comfortable masks to wear. Uh, but also with uh, both an N95 underneath and an N95 in place, uh, no one could hear me. No one could understand. I was oh, like, yeah. it, I was literally hardware horse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are you saying to me? So then there was Vader. And then the last night, uh, the last day would be if I got into the Marvel Hall H panel. If that happened, I had, you know, make mine Marvel for the day. Okay. Yeah. At, at which point, I decided to go with Winter Soldier, another quick acquisition. Yeah. Uh, not a bad mask. I got compliments all day. However, there were two things that I decided. And first of all, I, I did mess up, and I, I talked about this as well. Uh, I decided the Bane mask could probably go a little bit bigger for my comfort, and so this is what we ended up with. However... As you have often discussed, my friend, with Will Kent schooling you on appropriate alignment for intended pressure and tension, Mm. my print lines were going along the tension line, thus creating just easy splits that could be made. This, my friend, is gaffer's tape all around (laughs) (laughs) with fresh holes made to be able to pull that one off for the day. Uh, so, uh, also the least comfortable because although a great design, uh, and the only way it can accommodate it is with this nose indentation that Uh also creates a situation that when you're breathing through your nose, it's just getting filtered by the filter you're wearing because it's immediately blasting back up, bouncing off that surface.
0: Yeah. And if you're wearing glasses, that's, that's being shot. I'm guessing right underneath your nose, right? (sighs) Yeah. Yeah, That's. oh that's that's the worst like with every mask r- regardless like there's nothing built well first for someone that wears glasses
1: no there isn't but i will say the only benefit of the san diego humidity that was present hey zach is joining us in the chat zach back in is zach in the back attack happening um nice to see you sir uh the uh, the nice thing about the humidity in San Diego, though, is that when that was happening, I would be outside and be able to see just fine because the humidity level was so high that my glasses wouldn't fog up. Yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. That, that, which is which is like to me is mind-boggling. Living in one of you know the the driest states in the union, to 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 think that there's a there's a place where the humidity just naturally matches the humidity coming out of my nose.
1: Yeah. It was like 80 or 83% when we were there That's most of the time.
0: That's insane to me, dude. Like, like, we're at like 2% usually.
1: It paid off though. The days might've been a little warmer than I liked, but the evenings were comfortable except for Saturdays where it dip, it did dip a little bit. And I was able to also wear the uh, Nerd Initiative hoodie that they provided me. So it became a day of like Nerd Initiative pushing uh, with sure. all my media. And, uh, and, and nice and comfortable. So, although I got to say, and I don't know if you do this, but I did notice after, uh, because this was one of the few times in the Airbnb we got, which was just right up fifth street. So it was a, just a, a straight shot down and back. It was perfect. I mean, aside from being positioned above two different clubs, it was perfect. Uh, and with noise canceling headphones on, I slept great. I'll just say that. Um, did I mention two clubs? Anyway, uh, <laughs> I did discover, uh, because I was using the uh, dresser, um, am I the only one that packs? Like, I'm anticipating some type of pants-related accident, like maybe two or three times a day. As I was unpacking, I'm like, wait, I'm here for four days, technically. Why do I have 10 to 12 pairs of underwear packed?
0: See, I do. I uh, I overpack in socks always. Okay. Uh, because there's like, like, and this is one I've, I've I learned from my roommate. Um, whenever he's having uh, a bad day, like at work, he always has a couple pair of extra socks stored away. He just changes his socks, and that like always better's your mood no matter what. So I always take extra socks. Uh, and it, it's just like it gives me like a, a a shot of like vitamin b almost vitamin e like I'm ready to go uh but no i i if, if anything i underpack on the underwears usually mm.
1: and yeah, so well hopefully you're not going like inside out or back to front then front to back you know or Whatever, no, no, but I don't want to. I don't want to get I'll, I'll into get that.
0: Amanda before that happens,
1: um, I I will also mention that uh, not only in last minute con form did I also print up the Winter Soldier one into larger size. Uh, so I did that with Bane and then with the Winter Soldier. Thankfully, I've got two yep. different three D printers to kind of get through all that. But uh, the the Winter Soldier one I think actually was the most comfortable because uh, of the way it just. And by the way. Molding them to my face is just as simple as dipping them in boiling water and then putting a wash rag over it and on your face. And then you do the other side and then you kind of try and get both. And now you're centered. Uh, so this one really was the most comfortable and I got the most compliments on as well. Uh, and and it would be great for getting into the Marvel panel. But first, Trent, we'll just talk about the Thursday. So for, got, first of all, got in Wednesday, preview night, went through the floor Uh, Checked out who would be an artist's alley. And based on the number of people that were present there, I said, I shall not be back till Sunday, pretty much. I did I did dip in early to take a picture at the clerk's booth uh, that Lionsgate had set up because they had set up like a virtual counter. And, yeah, and, yeah,
0: I saw, I saw photos of
1: that. Yeah, so I was able to, to get that, and then we promptly got out. Not only that, I'm very proud of Emily who went along with me because when we dipped into Hall H, because Thursday you can pretty much just walk right into Hall H, and we got there just in time for the Dungeons and Dragons panel, which is the movie with – that, that Chris Pine is the lead in and Hugh Grant, I think, is in too. Um, it looks like it's going to be fun of all things, but we got into that panel. Emily specifically picked seats in the least crowded part of, of Hall H uh, at the uh, aisle as well. So we had like an 8 to 10 foot radius of nobody around us whatsoever. For, I'm
0: surprised that there was any amount of space at all. That's that's great.
1: Well, Thursdays are that way. And and you know, we pretty much got hunkered in with Dungeons and Dragons because that was then followed up. I, I can't remember what followed it up, and then there was um kevin's two panels uh one for masters of the universe which started with just pure nostalgia on the screen i was taken back to being a kid going oh i wanted that or oh that's so neat um or oh i remember the cartoon doing that and yeah that movie was really terrible kind of stuff all right there up on the screen by the way dolph lundgren Lundgren was one of the panelists
0: oh was he really (laughs) he was
1: (laughs) And Shatner, because apparently he's going to be doing a voice on Masters of the Universe Revolution, which is the second season of Smith's uh, produced cartoon, hence hosting the panel. Uh, and then there was a Shatner on Shatner when he hosted. And then we just went to the movie's pop-up for Fat Man Beyond and and that right. made sure that got out there to the world. And And then we just retired for the night. Now... Do you mind if I dip into another little story at this point, Trent? No, by all means, please do. Good, because this takes us to the next point. That was my Thursday. However, while I was doing that, uh, I was also checking out uh, that Kevin Smith Club has its own Discord. One of the member areas are conventions and events. And in there, there was some chatter about people that would be in the next day line for Hall H for Saturday. And I have not been granted any extra or special powers. I have had—I have no access way to Hall H other than my assigned time to be there. And right. I'm thinking, you know, we've come to the end of the road unless we want to have the quintessential Comic-Con experience and put in some time in the next day line. Did not know the commitment I was getting into, but if you're willing to sit for it, I can tell you what that was like.
0: Wait, wait. So, so, so you got in the next day line?
1: Yeah. The Kevin Smith's Discord was, uh, there was in the conventions and events area, there were people that were talking about getting into the line. And one of them was this great person by the name of Mark. And Mark had said, well, I'm going to go down and check it out because... I usually, I used to hang out overnight to get into Conan. So now I'll just, I'll just check this out. That was 10 o'clock at night on Thursday, Friday morning. I wake up around six 30 something. He posted, Hey, Will, I'm in the next day line. If you want to come and hang out. So instantly I'm like, this is it. Not understanding at the time, as I was to find out later, Mark stayed the night in the line to hold the place, even when they were being ambiguous if there was even a line or not. You know what I mean?
0: So 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 there was like, this is where the line will probably be once it's made official, uh... So if if anyone wanted to like perhaps stake stake uh, out some ground here yes. to uh to say to get first to get dibs if you will on yes. the place in line but it wasn't even made officially a line yet. There was no official queue that had been established.
1: Exactly. Just hey, I'm going to sit here and hope for the best. That's what Mark did and Mark wow. is my hero cuz he did that overnight now because he said that I'm like all right well immediately we need a few things. Uh Emily needs another pair of pants cuz we're going to be sitting outside and right. I'm going to need some chairs. So we quickly get a get a, we get a lift to Target, buy some chairs, she gets her pants and then we go back and I and and then there was the uh no that was the first thing. So I I'm like we can get there by 11 so that way we knew we wouldn't be terribly rushing. Uh and so we did and we he got a few hours off and then I got back in time for Fat Man Beyond's daily update the next day. Yeah. So, so you know, but we did sit there for like three or four hours. Now, the interesting thing that happened is I got to learn the, the self-policing rules of the Hall H next day line. Because there is, Trent, there is an entire subculture to this line. Trent, I found out this line has its own history and lore, if you will.
0: Now this is just for like the Hall H line itself, because that's I mean Hall H is the big event uh, space, right? For 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 announcements for whatever. Like if 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 I'm a not necessarily a vendor but a panelist, if I know I've made it when I'm in Hall H, right? That's the featured yes. hall. Yes,
1: 6,500 people can get into that venue, oh, uh, including reserved and press and the like, and uh, that is where all the big announcements happen. And because Saturday is the one day almost nobody. Has to work. It's the biggest day for announcements. Sure. So, sure. And, and there was a lot on the deck already. There was DC. There was the Star Trek universe. So the entire, basically, Paramount Plus presentation. There was a uh, uh, Sandman first look, which was just oh, my god. It, dude, it, it, it is mind-numbingly. Uh, adoringly adhering to the material, yes. you know, like we saw a scene of death and dreams sitting at a park bench, having their conversation. Um, really, really great panel there uh, followed up by entertainment weeklies, uh, women, uh, a strong women of entertainment. Basically, I always get the title wrong. And again, as the, as the father of a young woman uh, once again, I'm glad Emily and I were in this panel, uh, both because one, it, it gave her a lot of good, I think, life advice as a woman growing up even uh, in the world, and also because it really gave me time to finally get up and go to the bathroom because yes, <laughs> I got into Hall H, but that okay, so so Sandman first look was there. Uh, the women won, and then it would go into Marvel and then Kevin okay. Smith. Now mind you, this is the way it is. If you go into Hall H, there's no insies, outsies, outsies unless you get a pass for that panel. So you have until that panel is done to get your ass back in. So do that same spot. yeah, so that's it. But yeah. we haven't technically in the line. We haven't gotten that, but that was everything that was at stake. If I wanted to get in for Marvel, if that was our absolute, then we had certain things we had to do. We had to serve our time in line.
0: Right. And this is because they don't, they don't sweep uh, the room in between no uh,
1: no no not cleared out
0: and, and which, which makes sense for a time uh aspect right like if you want to keep shit rolling yep. and stay on schedule you you can't afford to sweep everyone out because that would just take way too long and then leave those who had the pass already for that event whatever There, like it just it wouldn't it's not time efficient
1: right and they'll maintain an overflow line where right. you know if certain people do bomb out like I, somebody was just there for the star trek up at all they could right. then get more people in. So yeah. Um, but I still haven't even gotten there. So we got to put our time in line. Then we got it, we went away, we came back, and you have to be there for when they start handing out the bands for groups. Now there's group A, group B, C, D, E, all of I think, and all of them have fifteen hundred bands in them that they could give out. Now A's could be ahead of B's, B's are ahead sure. of C's, et cetera, et cetera. But even that gets complex. Because now these people were at a a place in line. Mark found himself between one person that was holding a spot for he and his girlfriend and then another one, which was a large group. And the great thing about Mark being solo, like at one point he said, how many people are in our group? And I'm like, well, you, my daughter and myself and whoever else you include. Because one person can represent one group of five people. Now that doesn't mean that those other people can show up and then they become five people.
0: Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but they a uh, group minimum is five.
1: Yes, in the and and so that's what that person's representing. If and so Mark was holding our slot representing five people, and when we came just to hold the line, both my daughter and I still only represented at that point three other people. You, you right. get Which it, right?
0: Right. Established, right? Right. Like, like yeah, that makes sense.
1: However, there was drama even with that because these wonderful people all were about 50 people back from the front of the line. But the front kept swelling up because apparently there were people that were sharing about their position on Reddit or discords of various uh, threads and they were offering up spots. So the line that these people started at 50 people back, we were in group B. So we were after the first 1,500, but we did get banded but that also almost took until midnight and that in itself is a process, but I won't get into it, but it was amazing to be a part of that culture. And then to also hear all these people talking about how things used to be. And, and like I said, there's the, the line has its own lore. It's like, this didn't happen until the children of the twilight came and must have, m- and demanded that they get into the age of halls, you know? Yes.
0: Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, I mean, culturally, it's interesting how, like, um, I mean, to 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 use the term, not in a derogatory sense, but essentially what it is, a uh, uh, a one and done tourist type into the Hall H culture changed the culture in and of itself, right? Be- to, yep. to accommodate for for that influx of people, at, at, at perhaps maybe even one time, but it it, it changed things forever. Right. Like, like mm-hmm. that's crazy.
1: Yeah. So that was, it was really great. And plus it was amazing that there were just so many people that will, so were so supportive. Um, now in, in the time waiting to get banded, cause again, I'm like, we, we need to go and we need to put in our time if we're going to earn this, if we're going to feel, um, and by the way, this experience in many ways made me feel bad. For having snuck my way in in 2019, knowing what others actually go through to do this. Because, Trent, Um, first of all, I'll tell the one funny story. This absolutely craps me up. Emily and I come back, and other people are sitting in our chairs because we left our chairs to be used by the community. So that way, people could be comfortable since we weren't there. And Mark oh, wasn't okay. exactly sitting in a very big portable chair. So I'm like, you know, this way I know he's got a good chair too.
0: Sure.
1: Uh,
0: but it's but it, I mean with 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 the um, the like pretense of like when I come back, I'll get my chair back because it's mine.
1: I mean, someone in, can in theory, in theory, right, yeah. yeah. But but you know at the time I'm not wanting to rock the boat. I'm still new to this culture, so I sure. don't want to. Maybe there's an understanding that the chair is fair until it's a you know unoccupied. I don't until know. Until fair, we don't know. Yeah, exactly. And also thank you for continuing the rhyme. So thank you. So uh, I'm sitting there now. One of the things that uh, that uh, oddly enough the world of TikTok has brought me is that I know what one of the co-creators of Phineas and Ferb. Dan Povenmeyer looks like because he's active on the platform. And so, yeah. Uh, yeah. and I follow him. So I know what he looks like. So we're standing there for a couple minutes. And uh, now we're positioned in the line between the IMDb boat and some other pirate ship promoting some other thing not important. And so I'm standing there and there's a line of, it's basically two lines deep because they had taken the line and moved it up against the walkway and then moved the rest of the line up in the middle of the walkway. So that way they can maintain two channels for banding, get more people from being wrapped all the way around the marina, et cetera, et cetera. As I'm standing there uh, over the line of people, I see a pedicab come in. And I'm like, wow, that looks like Dan pa- Pavenmeyer. Now, in my mind, I'm quickly doing a calculation and I'd say, all right, I've got two, one of two, two qu- things. I could say, hey, guys, is that Dan Pavenmeyer? Or I can just yell something to see if it is Dan Pavenmeyer. So that way, if it isn't him, I'm the only one that looks like an asshole to him and maybe not necessarily all of them. In my head, that that's what essentially went yeah. through
0: it's the equivalent of Kramer trying to get Joe DiMaggio's attention in the coffee shop.
1: I guess so. Good analogy. So yeah. I'm just at the last second. I Well, not even the last second. But my calculation just led me to yelling, we love you, Dan. And then he keeps pedaling on, no reaction. I'm like, must have not been him. But now I have realized the part of the equation I didn't calculate, which is all of the people that I am with who are new to me are suddenly confronted with this guy blurting something out and looking at him as the crazy man he does seem like. Okay?
0: Sure, sure. I mean, this is first impressions, right? Exactly. You're, you're still in, like, a honeymoon stage, uh, not only with the Hall H culture, but with the people who have adopted you into this culture.
1: It gets so much better, though, because that fear converts in just a moment, Trent, because as they look at me and said, oh, and I just then say... I think that was Dan Povenmire in the pedicab. I don't get so much as Povenmire when four to five grown-ass adult men jump up and start sprinting after that pedicab. <laughs> grown ass men my friend
0: and, and this is just on hearing that you thought that it could have been there's a chance that this was him
1: right i mean there still is a chance i got no reaction but that could be because he's used to it he's a comic-con this is his element sure. you know we don't know yeah. uh it still just cracked me up but best of all our seats were now open and we sat down and and retook them but that was still i still can't believe at the mentioning of dan povenmeyer i saw four to five grown-ass men just you know like full-on adult these are people that can vote trent
0: now see i would like to think that this this is something that you could pull from in your uh comic-con arsenal for 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 future events right so like let's say perhaps you didn't bring chairs but you know the the rule of of if if the ass is bare the 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 chair is fair Ah, very uh, nice right so so uh, maybe you throw out like oh my god is 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 that is that jason momoa oh yeah no and i'm then, gonna, i'm remembering and, this and one you jump up and leave and you, all of a sudden you have open seats
1: exactly believe me i'm not i'm not letting this one go my brother I'm that's gonna, smart man i'm holding that's on smart. to it Hey, let's interrupt Will & Trent with Will & Trent to tell you about a way you can improve the sound profile of your life while increasing your ability to have flexible sound wherever the heck you want for it. Trent, one of the things that I absolutely love and adore are my Sonos speakers. Are you aware of these amazing devices?
0: Well, I, I, what, what you just described—it sounded so smart that it went right over my head.
1: <laughs> well, Trent, you know, back in the day, if you want a quality sound in your home, like you know, back in when I was was a kid, I don't know about you, uh, with your newfangled boom boxes and the the Jimmy Jacks that you had, uh, but back in my day, you had to have an audio receiver to process all that sound, and then you have feet upon feet of stereo wire going everywhere.
0: Oh the speaker wire was the worst dude like I I still have scars on my fingers from from <laughs> braiding yeah. and then and then like trying to like to like br- uh take the the, the cabling apart to, to get to that that golden crispy copper wire to then stab it into my own fingers it was the worst Yes
1: man those those copper barbs cut like a knife my friend yes. Uh but you know the best part about uh technology today is that you can get smart speakers and there are amazing smart speakers from Sonos there's the Sonos one that you You can pair with your smart devices or work with the app, tie into Spotify, and you can have an amazing sound just booming all over your home anywhere you could plug in a speaker. Or, better yet, they've also got sound bars to hook up to your surround sound systems to give you impressive depth of sound while also providing smart speaker technology. And for those of you that want to take your sound on the go, they got portable Bluetooth speakers as well that, again, incorporate smart technology in them. Not only to provide an excellent sound profile, but also to give you access to your digital assistants or stream your favorite music too. What more could you ask for, Trent?
0: Will, as someone who uh, yearly uh, puts in over 60,000 hours of uh, Spotify listening, I'm surprised I haven't dived into the Sonos world yet.
1: Well, if you would like to, Trent, you can do it easily by going to netheadsonair.com forward slash Sonos. There's a tile for every one of the amazing devices that you can take a look at. Add to your shopping cart and give yourself incredible sound with smart features and smart, smart results. Again, that's netheadsonair.com slash Sonos. I always want to say forward slash, but that's the... They know. Yeah. Netheads get Netheadsonair.com slash Sonos for more. So, uh, so we waited to get banded. That happened. And, and then we finally did, as I mentioned, close to midnight. Now, however, there is more to the process, Trent, because you then representatives of your group. So, like, let's say we were a group of 25, at least five people had to stay, which that was actually what it was. Um, those people get in line and wait to get moved into the channels uh, right before the chutes to go in. So there are these white tents covering the area and they get moved into there. So you get representatives that then again, stay the night outside in under these spaces to hold your spot. And then you've got to come back before seven when they'll cut off security and show a picture of your group to gain access to your group. So, so the, you remember I mentioned that there was that artificial inflation, by numbers growing because slots had been open. Yeah. Uh, My group, although we were in B, still got into A seating because then all those people had absolutely nobody to reference to get in touch with.
0: Oh, sure, 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 yeah.
1: So it wasn't really very swollen ahead of us by the time we got in, but Emily and I were there 6 o'clock in the morning, I think, or 5.45, and just sitting in our chairs again, waiting to get in to then spend the entire day... In Hall H. In Hall H. That's it. Yeah, that's yeah. your unless you pack snacks or something, your breakfast is gonna be hot dogs and nachos. Cause that's what's served in
0: like in the in the hallways into the halls, right? Into that's the, that's like, what there in the hallway. lobby
1: there is one concession stand lobby, yeah. with a lot of it has some lonely bananas and apples just sitting there for a few days. But let me tell you something, you would not believe how much at eleven AM uh nachos with chili on them moves. It yeah, oh, I can lot. imagine,
0: and I can imagine that the 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 inflated price seems well worth it at, at the same time.
1: I mean, I'm I'm not going to say I know from experience, but um, I mean, it wasn't ver- a very comfortable early morning going in Saturday to Sunday. That's all I'll leave it at that. Um, it's
0: I, I I don't know if you're familiar with uh, Temple Grandin at all. No, sir. So so Temple Grandin is uh like the the world's expert on um humane livestock, uh, transportation in like humanely getting livestock into the processing places, right? She's, she kind of like, uh, revolutionized and and changed the way, uh, livestock is, is processed. Uh, and when I say processed, that's uh, a nice way of saying, uh, taken into the killing floor. Nice. Uh, because because she's able to intuit the way that they would move naturally, and so you can set up shoots and and uh, funnel animals in a way that is uh, the least stressful possible for them, and keeps everything moving. I would like to think that there's an equivalent to human uh, movement in lines and cues, but if not, uh, I can only imagine that Temple Grandin or they're the likes was brought in to to create such a movement of human beings in in lines in queues to make all this possible because good lord it seems like an an undaunting
1: task oh man and and you know mind you again like comic-con now has to have volunteers at specific oddball times to facilitate this and it, it what made matters worse unlike normal times when they're like moved into this space by like midnight Apparently, there had been something that had gone wrong with the passing out of of ADA access bands, like as in they might have screwed up and used all of those printed bands the day before, Hall uh, of oh. Saturday, and so uh-huh. like literally there were talks and negotiations with lawyers, with members from the ADA and representatives. This is all again lore and scuttlebutt of the line. Sure, sure. But they were doing that until 3 30 in the morning. So they couldn't move anyone in in case they needed to do something special to move these people in first or something. So it was a, it was a, every year it's a mess. Every year there's something that goes wrong. Uh, but, again, it's it's this thing where they've got to accommodate this situation that seems nuts. It's not like they're going to hire a front-end engineer and a back-end engineer to come up with a scanning app to, to optimize them right. capturing this line thing somehow. I mean, it's – but anyway, it was still an amazing experience that you go through and you're completely exhausted. But we did get into Saturday's Hall H. So, so Trent, I was double-maxed. So I couldn't smell it, but up on the stage, the rock was in fact cooking for the DC panel. You don't say it, it was, it was, I think it was a weird choice for, for Warner brothers, DC's panel to just be Shazam and black Adam. Black Adam. Beca- yeah. Mostly because, you know, um, they also have like Batgirl in production, but yep. also, and, and the flash, but I understand there's some Ezra Miller, Issues there? Um, did
0: they did they um uh have any talk of the uh the the DC uh or no the the Warner Brothers, uh Universal uh uh game uh it, no
1: dude it well I mean well, there I don't know if there was another panel for gaming like prior because like Marvel's yeah. game panel had happened the day before well, but exactly. or animation. But no, yeah. I, like, all their panel was, was Shazam and then Black Adam. But black the, Adam, which the trailer looks great. And dude, so we didn't know what was happening. Two things happened. They handed a postcard to you as you were coming in, and they gave you a special lanyard, which I don't have here in the room, that was just a, a black lanyard with a white lightning bolt on it, right? Oh, yes. Okay? So, And it's thick because it's got a battery pack on it, and you're like, you're lighting up sometime. I know this. And sure enough, after the Shazam panel, suddenly the lights go out. The sound of thunder starts rolling. You can see the fog machines are pumping stuff in. The lines are moving. And suddenly Dwayne the Rock Johnson in the Black Adam costume is in the middle of that big screen behind everybody. (laughs) Oh, my God. And he makes a lot of they do some tight shots on him and he makes a lot of glaring faces. And then he, like, casts his hands out and the entire screens behind him start doing black lightning. And then we all intermittently uh, receive notification that our seat at <laughs> Cheesecake Factory is now available because <laughs> we all start lighting up at, at different intervals. Um, and and oh, so we become so a part of the experience. And and that was interesting to see. So then they lower him down and have to get him off and off stage as people peel him out of that. So they bring yeah. on the other stars, and it was great hearing them, like uh, like the guy playing Hawkman, and and it was it was a great panel. Uh, it wasn't very heavy, although I will say from the Shazam one that was like uh, I think it's Shazam Wrath of the Gods or something. Um, Helen Mirren is one of the women doing this, and she was uh, remoted in on video for it. And um, she said some very prov- uh, provocative comments. Um, I, I'll, I'll cleanly say she said Kitty Power was on screen, but she another five letter word for cat or kitten. There five little letters I'm missing here. If you know what yeah. I'm saying, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, Who might- yeah, so that was interesting to see. You know, that doesn't happen every day. Uh, and then Lucy Liu followed it up saying that there was a lot of that in the room there, and she named it too. So again, That's very awesome. strong female representation. Oh, uh, yeah, dude. And, and all of the panels were great. Uh, all, But, you know, naturally, we were there for – actually, we weren't even there for Marvel. You know what I was there for? I was just there for this. All of that time in line and everything else is for this – the Multiverse Saga hat trend. Ah,
0: okay. Which okay. is
1: phases four, five, and six, my friend. This is what you do it for. And people just gave these things away, man. But this is what you do it for. It's so you get the hat. Yeah. And that's what I did. And I got it. But the presentation itself, also, I'm amazed. And it's uh, after seeing what I went through to get into Hall Age this year. And mind you, when you hear me describe it, Obviously, none of the heavy lifting was being done by myself. I sat around in a, and had good conversation with people and spent time with my daughter in a bonding experience. And then I had to get up early and do that a little more and eat crappy food for breakfast. Uh, you know, whatever, and dinner. Sure, yeah. All for um, <laughs> But But, you know...
0: Experience, Will. Come on. The hat, the hat is just a a uh memento of the experience, right? The, the, when we look upon these objects, it's the reason we're collectors, right? When we look upon these objects, they invoke emotion and experience that then we can relive uh through through the reminders that these objects give us.
1: Exactly. But also, Marvel honors the tradition by they there literally were things that they showed that have not been on well not legally been on the internet like we got to see an ant-man and the wasp quantum mania trailer that by the way had which which the director did cop to because there's a moment and you're like was that thing an interpretation of modok and that thing was confirmed an interpretation of modok my friend
0: okay okay one of my favorite jack kirby creations
1: i know so you know ant-man and the wasp quantum mania is it sounds like part of it is is being made specifically for you my friend
0: hey like, like i said like uh I I live in a world where I feel like so many things are being made specifically for me that I just, I can't understand why they're getting made at all.
1: I know, but I'm thankful for it. I really am. What what else was exclusive that we got to see? We got to also see, everyone got to see the She-Hulk trailer. Um, What was the other exclusive thing that we got? Oh, the Guardians of the Galaxy trailer, which is also going to, once it releases, Trent, it's going to rip your freaking heart out. Okay? Because there's one scene in this trailer. First of all, Adam Warlock looks great from the brief flash we see of him on the screen.
0: Okay, good. I'm I'm so glad that they're carrying on like that that uh, Easter egg at the end where we saw like Adam mm-hmm. Warlock created it out of the cocoon.
1: Yep, he is coming. Uh, also, in the Hall H panel, I've got footage of it. I'll I'll add it to the Patreon after this but the high evolutionary comes in and walks the entire middle of hall h up to the stage and and then also tells us how disgusting we are and how we can't wait to dissect us in order to uh to improve us uh but in oh. that trailer like the thing that everyone's reacting to, Trent, is that you see, like in in a cage, in a group of raccoons, is a baby raccoon that is that is fearfully looking as the high evolutionary's hand comes in to grab him. Oh, so like this, and gun is confirmed. This is like the story of 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 sure, yeah. Rocket's past and his his present, because in and in his view. And this really hit me because it's true. Like, he views Rocket as the loneliest creature in the universe, the saddest. Sure. Because, you know, he sure. is one of a kind and he's an artificial creation in some extent, to some extent. Yeah. But also, like, seeing him look for the high evolutionary's validation in a clip where he's a little bit older, but a little more in, uh, uh, evolved. And. It's just gonna tug at our heartstrings. I can tell you right now, James Gunn is gonna—he's gonna make me cry, and I'm gonna beg Daddy to make me cry more. I know it.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's—he's he's gonna make you cry in a, a really weird way that you didn't know was possible.
1: Exactly, and it's gonna hit me, and it's gonna hit me hard, and—and and yep. I want it. So yep. there we go. Uh, yeah,
0: so, not unlike Brittany, we—we want to be hit one more time.
1: Baby. Yes, baby. Please, please do. So, yeah, I survived the Hall H experience. Well, I I can't really say that because it wasn't until, I think, Friday of this past week that I felt like a normal human being again. Uh, Uh,
0: That that you actually got into, like, the rhythm of life?
1: Yes, that that I felt that, that my head was clear, my direction was known. And I didn't, I didn't need a crutch or a nap that day, kind of thing. <laughs> a
0: nap, right? Yeah, yeah. You didn't, you didn't need some sort of balance to 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 uh, help recuperate from where you were.
1: Yeah, the nap, the nap was what what really became like the mandated event for. I avoided it Tuesday, but I definitely succumbed Monday and Wednesday. And Thursday was when I was quasi feeling human, going into Friday. So, you know, it's look, man, it's a young man's game. And if I've learned anything from this, it's to make sure. I pay attention to the rules and I shoot for getting some press pass credentials for these things next time I go rather yeah. than having to sit. Nothing against. I. It was an amazing experience, a bonding experience, and to be so quickly and openly accepted into a group of people just looking for the same thing. But by right. the way, you would not believe how fast these people will also turn on others of the line.
0: Yeah, if you're if you're not willing to to uh tow the the line and and uh fulfill your part of the unsaid contract, I can only imagine the uh, social ostracization is immediate.
1: Yeah, definitely. Like you, you have violator. Actually, there was when we were getting let into Hall H, there was one guy that twice got caught trying to sneak in with the people in the flow. I mean, like I, not cool, dude. Nah, no, don't. Cool. Yeah. Like, I again, I, I feel I almost feel bad about having been able to sneak in, but at the same time feel validated for being able to sneak sure. in 2019.
0: Yeah, yeah. no, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. While you it, it, it's kind of like that imposter syndrome that we all feel right. Like while you feel like you were sneaking in, there was no sneaking about it. You were adopted into the house of H.
1: Yes, definitely, my friend. That was it. it. you know, we were instantly a part of 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 a, of a like mind and a like group. and it was a it was really nice. you know, seriously i I, I think i I made some some legit friends there. Uh, but you know, good news for for uh, members of our patreon, uh, not in any way a raffle or a giveaway, but like some people may randomly be receiving these unused but painted versions. Of yeah. the facial coverings, as as our ongoing saga of, uh, what do I do with it? it? Gets played out.
0: Right, 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 right. So yeah.
1: that and so, and that also, by the way, was the three D printing review. In case you didn't notice it.
0: Right. I know. I, I rightfully rightfully done and rightfully so.
1: But still, how I think I think my the one that I love the appearance of the most was the Vader one. You know, just yeah. because.
0: Yes. From from your social media stuff, the the one that I would like that like drew my attention the most partially because I didn't know you'd done it. And so it was a surprise for me, uh, but it looked the best. I think like anytime we always see uh, Darth Vader stuff, I feel at least it's always way too low on the face. Uh, for for any fan or or uh, pre like not pre production but uh, pre made sold to the masses whatever it's always way too low on the face. That one actually has the nose piece on your nose.
1: Yeah, it does, and in, and and in, and of all the mask designs, it's also the one that even molded in provided me with the most like free area on the inside, which is good because again with that filter in there and and all of my flight home too, I was i was double masked as much as possible so you throw another filter in there and i was like triple masked but the funniest part about the double masking is that when you have the two uh gate the two metal clips of one mask on top of one mask uh it adds a little extra weight so it eventually slides down and starts suffocating me by pinching my damn nose
0: yeah yep i didn't think about that but it makes sense yeah well and then you become very accurate in your cosplay because it is all mouth breathing.
1: Yeah, it was. It was all mouth breathing, especially when I've been huffing it up the street to get to the movies pop up. You know, it's just like suddenly I'm getting the. You okay, Dad? Yeah, just give me a minute. Just we went up the stairs. <laughs> just give me a second. I'm huffing and puffing like James Gandolfini here. Give me a second, all right? Because I'll be. I don't care what it was, man. I like. I even got a picture. There was a a, a TikToker. Um, Uh, Jennings Bauer, uh, I believe is his name, who I who I did follow. And as we were walking back from getting banded and and seeing off our our overnight crew compatriots to the Hall H tents that they would hopefully get into on our walk back, he was passing by. So, again, I just quickly said Jennings and but I'm after the entire exchange, even when I looked at the photo, it didn't register. I realized I did that entire exchange with that and Darth Vader mask on. Yep, <laughs> homeboy knows nothing of what I look like, but I'm sure a lot of people feel that way because again, I was masked no matter what on this trip. I was.
0: It's smart, man. Yeah, and, and you have the fruits of of uh, normal health uh, to benefit from it.
1: So far, mm, we'll see. But like you said, you know, we got to watch out for the pox now too. You got the vid, the pox. Uh, what what the hell is next?
0: Yeah, California is the only place. So, like, there are two vaccines available for the monkey pox, but the only place that's got them are uh or, or is is California because that's the only place that it's popped up so far.
1: That is that is just terrifying. That is just terrifying. Um I I will say though that you could definitely tell of anything. There were a lot of people that were just so thrilled uh that that Comic-Con was back. The funniest part though conversationally, all we had to keep saying would have been last con. But instead, we all kept calling it last year because, in some ways, you know, things just felt familiar again. So we were instantly right. just kind of bridging that gap. Or, you know, from the trauma, we're all suppressing that time period. I don't right. know.
0: Yeah. But it was, yeah. it was. Def- Wait, was, there, was there one last year?
1: There, the only thing that happened last year was in the th- around the Thanksgiving weekend, they did a special edition one, and the turnout was not. Uh, okay. It, it was mu- how much you would expect if you decided to do a special edition Comic-Con on Thanksgiving weekend sure. uh, when yeah. people are all supposedly finally able to get back and see family. So right. went over about as well as you'd expect. Yeah. But uh, but still, it was a wonderful experience, and I, I got the hat. We also – oh, the other one was the, uh, the Game of Thrones House of Dragons uh, panel. So, you know, that one they gave out – oh, you remember that postcard I mentioned for – uh, yes. The Rocks uh, the Black Rock, Adam. Uh,
0: yeah, the Black Adam panel.
1: I posted out a picture. I posted a picture on Instagram of that card. Part of it anyway. I didn't realize it would cut off, but I'm glad it did. And the lightning badge. So if you go to my that will Wilkins on Instagram, you can see it. Um, but luckily, I didn't post the full image of the postcard because there's a redemption code on it for an IMAX ticket once it's out in theaters.
0: Oh hell's yeah, dude! Nice, yeah, very so, nice.
1: So I almost gave somebody on the internet a free ticket, almost. Yeah,
0: whoever was smart enough, to, yeah, almost, almost smart enough to get it
1: out. Yeah, almost. But thankfully, it it cut off just right because that was oops. Uh, and then um, the House of Dragons thing, we got a, a reusable shopping bag with a an exclusive Comic Con poster in it. Obviously, nice. from the Marvel panel. This is what we got. Uh, even the last time we got the hat and the good old-fashioned collection of Infinity Saga cards, I still have right here. Um, but still, you know, free stuff is free stuff. And then Kevin's panel, we showed the first five minutes of Clerks, and I kid you not, I heard people crying around me when that aired. Aww. Because there were just people that instantly were, I mean, because that's like, you see this and now it's instantly 30 years ago. Where were you when yeah. you first saw it? That kind of thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, S- sitting in my basement on my senior year of spring break. Yeah, there I remember you go.
1: it You always you always remember your first, right?
0: Yep. It's true. And 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 no one will ever be able to take that away from me.
1: Nope. And nor would we want to, Trent, nor would we want to. Hey, Trent, speaking about you. Uh because we've pretty much just talked about everything that's been my life for the for the past yeah. couple of days. Uh how things going in your world? Uh you still uh devotion devoted to devotion wrestling?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, in fact, we've been making a lot of big announcements for our uh 4th anniversary show in December. We've uh we've got both Eric Bischoff and uh Diamond Dallas Page are booked to be here. Long time uh, uh
1: I know both of those of, names.
0: People. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We've got uh uh the Big L G and uh Carl Anderson, the good brothers themselves are going to be here and uh we we've, we've got uh, more announcements coming. Uh, uh almost daily at this point so it's it's definitely going to be the biggest independent show uh ever seen in the intermountain west and uh, i hope people are excited to see it we're uh i'm not sure if we've uh, decided on a venue yet but we're having a hard time finding a place to accommodate uh everyone that's going to show up because it's it's going to be a big deal so that's i mean and that's that's still four months out um and uh, i mean a little sneak peek Uh, it's probably going to uh, be an actual live pay-per-view through a streaming service. I'm not sure if we've uh, solidified that deal yet, but uh, fun for me because that opens up a whole new... ball of wax for me to uh edit live as opposed to doing the whole thing in post
1: oh wow so now you've got to figure out okay these are the beats i normally have these are the things i look for also where is i got to have my solid wide shot i can always fall back to no matter what
0: yeah i think i Ooh. i think the biggest the hardest part is going to be getting um uh confirmed people to be camera operators and then uh telling them what i expect
1: yeah exactly uh, look this is what i yeah. need you are you are here this camera always runs it always stays on the principle you also know, if i you look over there before you move if you see me moving this camera you touch nothing you yeah, hold that yeah, shot
0: exactly. and, and, and we'll be on comms but like even even when we're shooting for for post-production like i'm, I'm you know I'm, I'm yelling at them zoom in zoom in zoom in zoom in zoom in. keep going don't zoom all the way in please okay never mind <laughs>
1: and this is this this is this is wait now is this just you yelling in post-production no no this oh okay is on comms okay
0: yeah yeah we're on comms and everything even then but like because because i know like when i get to editing it in, in two months uh I, I that's the shot i'm gonna want but yeah it, so so that's that's I mean, as far as gear and everything goes uh, i'm all i'm all set on on that on that aspect but
1: I <laughs> poor trend. they're like they like didn't that. zoom in enough and you're like oh god now i'm gonna have to put up with the oversampling so i can yep. get the shot yeah. i want
0: yep. yeah well and it's one of those things like bless their hearts you know and and that's why i think getting people to commit early so i can get them trained in time is because a lot of times my camera operators are just like who's a fan that doesn't mind uh, running a camera that night
1: Oh boy. Oh boy. I Dude, I, 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 uh, you were aware, uh, but I'll just remind everyone else. My twenties, like from basically age 19 to age 29, I was an event wedding videographer on the weekends. I have, right. it's always been a hustle, Trent, always been yep. a hustle. Uh, yep. but, but you know, if you can make 300 plus uh, a day, just for doing one day's work, you know, that gets, that adds up. So, you know, yeah. I was, I would shoot for other people. So they had the gear, I'd pick up the gear, I'd go, I'd just be the shooter for the day. But yep. you know, especially after you've started editing, that there are certain things you're going to need, certain things you're going to want, certain ways you need to get this. And there's no do-overs. There's no right, double takes. Exactly.
0: Yep, That's yeah, it. Exactly.
1: Yep. Yeah, so, which
0: which with po- in in post production, it's it's a little different because you can you know you can have the static shot of a crowd reaction or, or something like that, but for live, you don't get that option.
1: No, you don't, and you know there's the the complication of the live audience too because now you do need a crowd reaction shot too.
0: Yeah, well, and on top of it, like I'm I'm like I I used to like as a fan, I used to give uh, Kevin Dunn, who's the producer for uh, WWE, so much shit. Uh, for uh sweetening the sound which is uh for a live production when you have like the reaction you actually want versus the reaction that's actually given by fans yeah um but in post production i do it all the time (laughs) like 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 i i do like like if there's a a, uh we call smart fan who's who's, uh, cheering for the bad guy or whatever i'll drop their audio out i don't give a shit but for live i don't get that option anymore
1: no, you don't. You you it it becomes very hard to have a but you could still have a standard crowd bed that you could be layering over oh, the crowd and right. you could have some pre-programmed reactions where if you wanted cuz seriously, I can, you know, if I wanted to, I can drop in any type of you know, audio during the show Which I'm right. that i, I want to find, well, right. if right. i wanted to you know oh, this motherfucker down. you know i can drop it in and that's just with something as simple <laughs> and this is not a commercial is as, as stream decks uh uh whatever these um i can't even remember the name of the product now but it's all the push buttons so so it's everything yes. i used to do with software on a pc but now instead i've got a large dongle yes. that lets me map the same thing
0: give, give me an appliance Whenever possible, I am all about the separate appliance because then I don't have to worry about a software update or anything else. I plug it in and it's going to work
1: exactly like like this. I'm able to just jump between our shots because I'm using one of these things to to just uh, hop on over from one shot to the other because I'm able to set them yep. up. It's it's perfect. It's the reason. Yeah, like
0: yeah, it's the same. It's the same reason why like while I'll still be using OBS to transmit the uh, the stream to the pay per view. Uh, All my editing will be done on a a external uh, uh, Roland uh, mixer uh, for cutting video.
1: Yeah, just
0: just because it's it's you know I know it's going to work. I know it's immediate. There's like and and then the OBS can just focus on one specific thing and that's putting out a stream.
1: Yeah, you just do this. This is what I need you to do. I can't. And that is a you know in any type of. Of practical application. And that is the reason why I can never adequately answer to my wife when she says, why do you need all these computers? Yep. Because there is a there's a discomfort I get that there is one computer that my camera is going into that's also sending out the stream and I'm switching through, but I have to yep. accept that, whereas I could be doing that exact same thing on a separate computer and yep. sending to that computer to capture it, so that way all I know it's doing is giving me my backup video recording and sending this out to the Internet. Yep. Uh, that Those same aforementioned sounds I was just playing – that goes to an appliance, the Stream Deck XL, that is connected to an old MacBook that I have. So that way, all it does is play those sounds when I want them. Ta-da! Yep. Real simple. Yep. Why is Especially there one all the like... way? Sorry, why is there one all the way on the left? Because if I were we were to bring people in via call on Discord, I could do it there. Or if I was running Skype, we could bring them in. That's why that one's there. So, and I have one that's just dedicated to talking to you so so there's a purpose
0: exactly and and especially if if in spite or in 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 addition to doing a live production you know you're also going to put out uh, a post-production version you want to make sure everything has been recorded redundantly so that you can uh make a post-production product uh and not have to rely on a, a live cut at the same time
1: yeah, exactly. Like I because, you know, technically speaking, the computer that's sending this out is doing a recording of it, but also I have redundancy because it's also going out to YouTube right now. So that's like my 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 last uh resort type of thing, which I did need to result to because our Patreon subscribers really got to enjoy the last episode way before everyone did. My 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 pre Comic Con show dropped after I got back because uh I had not realized going straight to YouTube, which we're not doing the same way now, uh, I would get an MKV instead of an MP4. So I had all these files loaded up and ready to just edit like one of the nights in the in the Airbnb, but unfortunately uh, I had something I couldn't edit. So Apologies right. to everybody that listens to these. Uh, once we go free, uh, which we do uh, again, uh, our Patreon subscribers don't have to listen to that commercial you guys heard a little while ago for Sono. So you know that's one of the benefits as well. Uh, but anyway, um, I, uh, I, I, it sounds like though it's going to be a really exciting opportunity that I really uh, look forward to to hearing about more as we get closer.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm really stoked. So just, uh, it's good that I've got, uh, some time to prepare for it.
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, it's always, you always want that prep time. So that way you can be feel comfortable with what you're doing. Right. So I totally feel that, but you know, it, you also got to roll with the punches and have certain redundancies. Like, uh, I love the Camlink 4Ks that we use for this. I love that I can literally switch this camera over quickly and easily to any yep. computer via USB ports and one extended dock. It's like, oh, I want to use it for work. I want to use it for this video conference call. I want to use it for netheads. Very flexible and very nice. Um, yeah, it's you got to have situations that that you know you can manage. Like technically speaking, I pitched it once and sent uh, another show out. Um, I won't name drop again, but you know that was done from here, and I'm able to be redundancies for other people. So it is amazing what we can do technology wise, which is the reason why I hope people enjoy uh, listening to Netheads or taking part in the program with us.
0: Yep, agreed.
1: And by the way, Trent, one thing, and you've probably already mentioned this before, and I'm not trying to bring up a pain point, but there's something I notice every time when I'm out running errands on the weekend here. Okay, that is one guy up the street. It basically, I believe he has a tools and collectible toys shop that he runs as a garage sale every week. So that way he mm-hmm. doesn't have to have a business license.
0: So smart. Yep.
1: And and part of me, I just want to ask, in a, a post-Death Ray comics world aside from all of the pardon my me for putting it but absolute fuckery that was having to get comics from diamond comics
0: well, yeah right
1: do you think realistically this is a model you could have used for launching instead of uh, getting a brick and mortar location
0: um, i don't know yeah i don't know uh m- mostly just because uh i p- it it's, it's a chicken or egg thing because uh, the brick and mortar is where I people found out about me.
1: Yeah, definitely, otherwise, like the foot traffic yeah. aspect of it, right?
0: Yeah, and just driving by and seeing a sign. Like otherwise, it's so so hard to like get in front of people's eyes with with everyone else that you're competing for uh, on Facebook ads along that way. So I I honestly have no idea. The, I'll tell you what I do miss the most of uh, Death Ray Comics, though, is a, a, a tax write-off.
1: <laughs> I could as a person who's got two side hustles, sir, I completely understand what you're talking about because there is I, there's gosh, a, I miss that. There is oh. a lot in my life that is a lot easier to deal with because I have certain uh you know businesses and expenses that I'm able to utilize. Um, so I, I feel you there completely and totally.
0: Yeah. I mean, I mean everything, you know, down to, uh, half of my internet I can use as a tax write-off or half of of this or that. Like,
1: ah, I miss it. I miss it a lot. Amen, brother. (laughs) Well, I think we have come to the end of the road. I don't think there's anything I've left on the table. What about you?
0: Nope. I, I think I've, uh, I've, uh, opened the kimono, so to speak.
1: Very good. And, uh, by the way, Trent, I think, uh, uh, just like in the immediate future, some things to be aware of uh, that you uh, you won't be watching, I think, this week when She-Hulk drops, which in itself, amazing trailer as well. Uh, so that's coming up. Uh, also, we're going to get Andor around the same time on Disney+. Plus and uh, the Disney uh, Pixar original Lightyear, I think, is going to be streaming on oh, the service this upcoming week. Okay, cool. Yeah. So those are some of the nerdy things to to look out for if you guys want to pay attention to that kind of thing, because I'm really I'm actually now that I've seen the trailer, uh, the final trailer and been in the room while they were talking about it. I really am, am more excited about She-Hulk than I was before, because, you know, she's yeah. she is just like the John Byrne run. She's she's breaking the fourth wall. Um, yep. So it it looks like it's going to be a good time, and I think it's. I'm hoping it's the kind of lighthearted show that we were kind of ready for because we've been getting hit with a lot of heavy stuff lately. Well, even even though no, Love and Thunder is really a good big comical farce, but man, that's the thing too. Like I know you haven't seen Love and Thunder yet, right? No, uh huh? And and that before you know it's going to be available on Disney Plus again. You know, so
0: exactly, yeah, yeah. Well, and it makes sense though that they would uh, start things off now with for this phase with She-Hulk because uh, just out of, if if they're using the comics as a, even just as a a rough outline, she's so tied into the Fantastic Four during the burn years that it would make a lot of sense to have her uh, beat step in from time to time in in those uh, movies as they come up.
1: That's Dude, and I was amazed in Hall Age that they announced as much as they did. I mean, I knew part of it was going to be accolades and patting themselves on the back that, you know, we haven't been back since 2019, but we have pretty much released everything we said we would in, that we announced in 2019. So it was like, yeah, kudos. You guys pulled that off during the pandemic. But to actually get into phases five and six and to find out that I think phase six starts off with Fantastic Four and yeah. ends in the same year with two different avengers movies avengers the kang dynasty and then right. avengers secret wars yeah so i mean that was exciting to find out about because what you know I, I don't i think audiences would actually consume uh the masses if we did have to wait an entire year between avengers cliffhangers again
0: well and I think there's there uh they they see that there is so much being put out uh so quickly uh not not like uh direct-to-video, but almost of that same idea of si- simultaneous release with uh, HBO Max that they they realize they have competition and that people will lose interest if, they, if they're not quick about it.
1: Yeah, definitely. I completely agree with you. Very well put. Um, and that was something that was neat to find out also during uh, the presentation. First of all, seeing what they would put up on the phases and just seeing so many elements of Disney Plus filtered in there, you're like, yeah, they really are leaning into it. But also... Yeah. Uh, I was I was completely and totally astonished when they not... First of all, when there was the inclusion of Daredevil, a flash of Daredevil at the end of the She-Hulk trailer, and a lot of people are wondering if it's the yellow and red costume because of the way the lighting was hitting the costume at the time. It may have had, like, some yellow upper sleeves and possibly a yellow cowl. Interesting. It's hard to tell, though, uh, in my yeah. opinion. But also... So he's showing up there, but then they also revealed that I think in phase five near the end of it is daredevil born again, which, Oh shit. And, and by the way, they announced a full 18 episodes of it. So I think they're going to do the legit tearing down and building back story.
0: Oh, dude, folks, if you have not read, um, Frank Miller, d- does, I, I personally believe you can separate the the artist from the art and if you could if you feel okay doing that go read Frank Miller's born again uh series with uh Jansen Klaus uh, on the art it is holy balls it's it's the definitive in my opinion uh Daredevil story it's it's uh oh, it's so good
1: oh it and so gut-wrenching when when all of this you find out you know just like from the very beginning you know, a strung out Karen Page is just looking for that one last hit. So she yeah. barters the one thing she knows she has, which is Daredevil's real name. Yep, And she yeah. does that to Wilson frickin Fisk. And yep. whoo, it is. It is like I I have not read a lot of things in in. I don't want to say modern comic books, but, you know, in the in the past yeah. 30 years of comic books, I haven't read a lot. But that was definitely one that I read. And Oh, wow. I mean, to some extent, I'd also like to see Kevin's storyline that he did uh, for his Daredevil run, too. But anyway, I digress. It was exciting to hear 18 episodes. So a lot of people are like, are they going to be like if they're 30 minutes, that's understandable. But, you know, if they're running the average 45 minute run time, that's going to be that's a hell of a commitment.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, and hopefully that there's no filler episodes, which the past Daredevil didn't do. So.
1: Well, we'll see. my only question about this in relation to this is do we have enough to be emotionally connected to Matt Murdock as he's been crept into the MCU with with Spider-Man No Way Home and then apparently an appearance in She-Hulk? Is that enough for us to be invested in and care about him being taken apart brick by brick, if you will?
0: Well, and I, I would like to think that uh, wh- whether the, the Marvel or the Netflix stuff is included as canon or not, it does help establish a connection with the character so they can play off that shortcut, n- not unlike how Spider-Man no longer has to give the Spider-Man origin. We, we're all familiar with it. it well, we already ha- have that connection.
1: That was the left hook that we weren't seeing coming from Spider-Man No Way Home when we suddenly discovered, oh... This trilogy right. we've been watching is his origin story.
0: Yeah, you right, yeah.
1: <laughs> like, yep. son of a gun. Oh, you yep. got me, Marvel. You got me. Uh, anyway, so so that's some nerdy stuff coming up. Personally, of all the, the video that is out there right now, I've, I have adopted your philosophy with one show, Trent, and I'll close up on this, and that is that I have not watched, because I am waiting for the final season to be done, I have not watched the final season yet of Better Call Saul. Smart. Cuz I am Smart. not I it's it's I've I've filtered it out of my news feeds. I've blocked yep. it on social media. I've filtered it there and I'm just I'm going to wait until all is said and done so I can just sit down and watch it at my pace and Yep.
0: Way to do it, man. And
1: focus on other stuff. Yep, it's a way to do it. Like printing nerdy 3D masks before I go to Comic-Con. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> It was a hey. It was a way to make it fun. You know what I mean? And I had a good do. time doing it.
0: I do. I I totally get that.
1: All right, man. Well, hey, uh, guys. Uh, of course, keep an ear out and an eye out for uh, the Devotion Wrestlings uh, comings up, especially uh, with a pay per view. Because I'll tell you what, man. I I I don't care about wrestling. I'll be honest. Okay. I think we know this. But yep. I'll be goddamned if you're running a pay-per-view. If there's not a way for me to tune in for it, I'm doing it just to support you.
0: I appreciate that, man. Thank you. Yeah,
1: so I will, I know that when you are going through this pain, I'll be watching every moment <laughs> of it just waiting to mock you on the next NetHeads with it.
0: And you know what? I accept that.
1: <laughs> it's not going to happen. I'm just going like, dude, you pulled it off. You're a god. Walk amongst gods the way you should. Look down on men. <laughs> That's what I'll do. Uh, Anyway, folks, thank you very much for uh, joining us for this episode. Until next time, my name is Will.
0: And I'm Trent.
1: And we will be back. Soon. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker. Signing off. I know, right? But stop being a little Nancy and deal with it. Netheads. 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 We'll be back soon.
0: Goodbye.
1: This has been a Smodco Internet production. Sit only at Smodcast.com. That was not the usual dancing we're accustomed to.
0: No, no, it was it was wiping the slobber off of myself and my uh monitor.
1: That folks is the glamorous lifestyle of the internet broadcaster. <laughs>